Good afternoon, Americas. This is Keith Pence. We're glad to have you with us today here on Keith Pence News and Views. We start with sad news. Bob Saget, who is well known for the show of uh, Full House, has passed away in Florida yesterday. The cause of death is yet to be determined. And so we say to the Bob Saget family, our prayers and our thoughts are with you. A malfunctioning space heater failed to work properly in New York City in the Bronx, killing 19 people, including nine children, Sunday, and several people were injured and are in the hospital as well. U.S. and Russia meet for talks amid tensions linked to the Ukraine and no things, nothing will stop Vladimir Putin from getting what he wants. He wants the Ukraine and he wants the old Soviet Union to be restored. That means he wants to take over each and every country however he can, which is military force. Pfizer CEO Alfred Borla says the Omicron vaccine will be ready in March. So folks, it just seems like it just stays with us and we'll just have to keep rolling up our sleeves for another shot after another shot after another shot. It seems like there's no end in sight for this COVID-19 virus and the Omicron variant. Plus there's more variants they say that are coming on our way. And I just hope that we can find a cure for this terrible, terrible disease. Next, Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio says he will not cooperate with the January 6th committee investigating the January 6th riot there on the Capitol last year. And you know, you just wonder how fair is this committee? It's, it's made up pr- predominantly of Democrats. I have no problem with that, but only two Republicans, and that's not quite fair. Fact is, Representative Jim Jordan was chosen by the House leadership to uh, serve on the committee, and Nancy Pelosi said, no way. So I wonder if Nancy Pelosi really wants a fair and impartial investigation on this, or does she just want to nail Trump to the wall? It seems like that they do not like him. And I will say this about Donald Trump. He's no Ronald Reagan. However, he did do what he said he would do. Unemployment rates were down to 3.5%. Gas prices were at least a dollar or more cheaper than what we pay right now. Can we blame that on President Joe Biden? Partially we can. In large part, we can. We had the Keystone Pipeline coming out of Canada into the United States that would have dropped gas prices even more. The first thing he did when he came to office, President Biden, was to cancel the Keystone Pipeline. Not only was that a sad thing, but it put put thousands of people out of a job who were working on that pipeline. And we talk about unemployment, well, that caused a lot of people suddenly to be unemployed. The United States was about to become, or was becoming, 
an exporting nation of oil. And now we are begging the OPEC countries over in the Middle East to ramp up their oil production and send their oil over here when we have oil already here, but we're not going to use it. Does that make sense? Absolutely not. What is the thinking of people in Washington, D.C.? What is the thinking in the White House? Sometimes I just don't know. Do I think President Biden is trying to do his best? I believe that he is, but still, I think he's being misguided by many of his aides that he has working under him. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia says $1.8 spending on the Build Back Better program is a no-go for him. And when it's a no-go for him, that means it's a no-go. It's not going to happen. To the American people, I ask you this. We're $30 trillion in debt right now. Add $1.8 trillion more to that means that we're <laughs> even more in debt. People, we need to understand that we cannot pay all of this. The way they want to pay all this is raising taxes. You raise taxes, people have less money to spend. And when you have less money to spend, you can't go to the stores and buy the things that you would probably go out and get, like a whatever, or air conditioning, or a unit, or a, a new car. I mean, this will put things out of reach for many, many people. And we need to think about that. The politicians in Washington need to think about that. In most states, not only do we have to pay state in, state uh, income tax, we have, to pay, we have to pay sales tax, federal income tax, gas tax, and people are being taxed, taxed, and retaxed. And people, I believe, are getting tired of it. And inflation is going to go through the roof. And like, as the president said, that a pack of ground beef, a one pound pack is now $5 where it was $4. He wasn't aware of that till some of his wife's friends, his wife's sister and a friend came over to the White House and he was informed of that. Duck Dynasty star, Sadie Robertson, revealed that she was contracted both the flu and the COVID-19 at the same time. And she was vaccinated for both of these things. And so was I. I was vaccinated against the flu and the COVID-19. But about three weeks ago, I came down with the flu anyway. So we know that the vaccines that we take may not be 100% effective. Nevertheless, I take them anyway. And I encourage you to do the same thing. Some Walmart stores in some areas of the country are shutting down their hours. They're not working, they're not open as long because the workers, many of them are calling in sick because they are sick with the Omicron variant of the COVID-19. And that's calling, causing an inconvenience for many people. Churches in the United States report that because of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic that some churches report a 50% drop in average Sunday attendance because of this. 
and I can understand a lot of elderly people who are who don't come because their immune systems are probably already compromised and they're afraid they will get this terrible disease and it will be the something that will cause a fatal uh, reaction and they will pass away who knows you know it's just sad when church houses especially your country churches are not be able, are not able to be open because uh, of the COVID-19 and a lot of these country churches especially around in my area don't have a lot of people attending anyway and when they take a 50% drop of attendance some churches are forced to close their doors because they can't even pay the light bill nor the, the pastor. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot says teachers need to get real and come back and start teaching children in the classroom. I cannot disagree with Lori Lightfoot on that. However, I will disagree with her on one thing. She and the City Council of Chicago, they have voted to defund the police. And what's happening? What's happening? You defund the police and then crime increases. Crime is at an all-time high in Chicago. And I saw the news the other day, I believe it was Fox News, maybe it was CNN, where Lori Lightfoot was saying, we need help from the federal government because we have so much crime here in Chicago. Well, pay the police what they're worth. Increase the funding. Don't decrease the funding. That's the most foolish thing I could ever think of is to decrease the funding when crime is increasing at an all-time high. It makes a lot of people not want to go to Chicago or New York or other places like that. Many police officers are taking early retirement or just quitting and trying to find something else to do. And many people are moving out of these big cities, away from the big cities, and going out to the countryside and living in small towns. And you cannot blame them for that. I certainly don't. I read on National Public Radio, uh, their print edition, they said another civil war may be possible in the United States of America. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about that? Another civil war in the United States of America? Between blue states and red states? They say that dissension in this country is as bad as it was since uh, before the Civil War in the 1850s and around 1860. And that gives me a chance to pause and think, is this possible? Could we have another Civil War in the United States of America? It seems like that may be possible, according to National Public Radio. There's a lot of animosity in many states. The red states think that President Trump was cheated out, cheated out of the election, and the blue states say, no, that didn't happen. I personally have to accept that President Biden is the president, and we don't need a civil war in this country. A civil war in this country would bring this country to its knees. And 
countries from overseas was, would will, will think, well, we can just go in there and take over the country of, of the United States of America because they, they're at war among themselves. Folks, it's not time for us to be at war with ourselves. It's time right now to be in prayer for our country, to be in prayer for our president, to be in prayer for those members of Congress, to be in prayer for our governors, our state representatives, our city councils, our mayors. It's time for America to turn back to God. That is the simple answer that I have is for the American people to turn back to God. That will keep America alive and well. I'm a big believer in prayer. I believe that prayer can move mountains. I believe that Jesus Christ taught peace in his lifetime when he was here on earth. You read the Bible, it talks about wars, it talks about famines, pestilences, and all these things. And when a nation forgets God, that nation is in trouble. Has American has America forgotten God? Has the American citizens, have we forgotten that God is still in control? Pray for America because, ladies and gentlemen, we live in the greatest country in all of the world. We not, may not be first in math. We may not be first in science among our school children, but we are still the freest country in the world. And I'm thankful that in 1958, I was born in the United States of America. Americans, I wish for you to have a good day. God bless. And we'll see you tomorrow morning at 7.30 Central Standard Time. This is Keith Pence for News and Views. Good day. Good morning, Americans. It's Tuesday, January the 11th, and we're glad to have you along with us this morning. This is Keith Pence for News and Views. Well, let's start with some news. It's disappointing to Alabama fans, but ecstatic for the Georgia Bulldogs, who after a 41-year cold streak, C-O-L-D streak, they went on to win the college a football championship by defeating Alabama 33-18 for its first title in 41 years. That's quite a wait. So congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. Home COVID tests will be covered by private health insurance beginning next week. And that is up to eight home tests per month. So your insurance carrier will have to cover that. And I think that's a very good thing to have happen. Omicron infections uh, showing strange symptoms. There's a new symptom that's out there right now. And one of them is night sweats. So if you have night sweats for no good reason, it could be the infection. So I encourage you to go get tested by your health care provider. Also along with the Omicron infections are like sore throat, back pain, slight fever, 
Last year, my wife and I both came down with COVID-19. We had, I guess, what you call the mild case. But nevertheless, it was a mild case, but it was a long two weeks of trying to recover from that. So I encourage you, even though there is doubt about the vaccines, to go ahead and get the COVID vaccine. There's, As I said, there's lots of doubts about the efficacy of the vaccine, but nevertheless, I think it's a good thing to go ahead and get the vaccine. And some people are never vaxxers. They don't have been told what to do. They don't want the government to tell them what to do. And I, that, I agree with them. I think it's a good idea, though, to go ahead and get it. But I think it should be up, left up to the individual. I, for one, take the influenza vaccine each and every year. And even I took it this year, and still, I came down with the flu three weeks ago. So we never know. Not all vaccines are 100% effective. Actually, there are none that are 100% effective. But however, I think it's a good idea to get vaccines for the flu and all these other types of things. The Democrats are eager to fill the vacuum that Nancy Pelosi uh, will, will cause when she leaves the House of Representatives at the end of this year. I guess she's got most of her agenda done. Not all of it good. I don't want to harp on this each and every day, but my goodness, $30 trillion debt and rising. How in the world are we even going to pay the interest on that? Well, they're going to pick your pocket and take your money that you went out there and you worked hard to get. You rolled up your sleeve to provide for your families, and the government is going to get it. As I said in my beginning broadcast, Inflation is going through the roof. Gas prices are going through the roof. Crude oil prices are going up to around $78 a barrel. And about a year ago, you were paying about a dollar less per gallon or more or more than that per gallon of gasoline and diesel as well. And finally, Betty White, the actress Betty White, her death was caused by a stroke she suffered six days prior to dying. Betty White was well known as the Golden Girls. She also was a co-star of the Mary Tyler Moore Show. And she was on TV for a long, long time. So, Miss Betty, thank you for all the memories that you have given the people of the world. This is Keith Pence for News and Views this morning. Have a great day.